Ladies and gentlemen, I am the next gem of great British wrestling ring announcing, Adam Blackburn. And you are listening to the new great British podcast, Submit Wrestling Cards, with your hosts, Jack and Ken. Hello and welcome to episode one of the Submit Wrestling Cards podcast. Uh, my name is Jack and I'm here with my ever delectable host, Kevin Williams. Thank you, everyone. Welcome to <laughs> Submit Wrestling Cards. Can you believe it? Episode one and we finally got there. <laughs> yeah, it's taken us uh, a few weeks to kind of work out how we want to present this. And, and, and again, there's been lots of discussions over the topics we're going to cover. And I think this first episode, the, the idea behind it is not just an introduction from us to, to, to everyone here in the audience, but we want to do an introduction into the hobby of wrestling cards. And I think we're going to be covering a few parts in, in this uh, show today what are wrestling cards and, and stickers? Let's let's not forget stickers, yeah. but also who collects them, how to collect them, how to do it, um, not to be put off by it if you're kind of intimidated because... Exactly that. You'll, you'll find out in the episode that you don't really need a degree or any sort of knowledge to, you know, you know in wrestling figures, wrestling cards, whatever you collect, it's all about having fun. And to be honest with you, that's the idea of the podcast to talk about the wrestling cards we love, talk to the people we love, and basically spread the love of the hobby. Exactly right. And I think you've hit on a really good point there as well. Is I think both of us have come from a figure or let's say a, a, a merchandise background with wrestling. And it's a quite an easy transition to go into cards because anyone that's a fan of the sort of golden era of cards you know the wrestlers, you know the events, you know the seasons, the years. So absolutely, you don't need to have a degree or any kind of real huge knowledge no. of, of what types of cards are. You just need to have fun with it and, and yeah. kind of know what to look out for. Really. Yeah, the, the crazy thing is a lot of people will see the collectors out there and some people, they are chucking a lot of money in buying the big boy stuff. But you know what? I love to be cheap. I love to buy up the little cheapos and complete sets, <laughs> buying cards that are unusual and wacky. And you know what? It's like I've made so many good friends in the UK, USA. There's some in France, some guys in France I talk to, one or two in Australia. And it's about coming together and talking about wrestling cards. So Summit Wrestling Cards, very, very first podcast. And that's about it, really. Let's get talking. Yeah, yeah. So I think very quickly then, so obviously we're on YouTube. We have the Facebook page as well, and we have Twitter. And I always forget the Twitter handle. So uh, Kev, what's the uh, Twitter handle again? Submit cards. We couldn't quite have submit wrestling cards, but I'm sure if you throw it in the search the, engine. What the handle is, what the title is. Yeah, submit cards. So submit wrestling cards will still pop up. We're still there. All the wrestling guys are sharing it out. HWO, have to give them a shout out. So, Jack, tell everyone what the Facebook angle is so everyone can find us and join the page. 
Yeah, so it's uh, Submit Wrestling Cards on Facebook. Um, you'll see the logo, the SWC logo that we've uh, we've got. It's in uh, blue and purple, uh, similar to the uh, old WCW logo. So if you see that as the group photo, that's the group to head for. And yeah. uh, from there, you can come find us and chat with us on Facebook or Twitter or leave comments on YouTube and yeah, it's get involved. amazing. Basically. I think there's a good 20 or so on that that page already, which is nice and for me with wrestling cards like i always find that twitter is doing better with facebook on the social media scene so i think we're up to about 49 now which is like really <laughs> thanks a lot guys yeah. so no it's good yeah no it's really really good it's i think it's gonna be really good to see the feedback from from sort of this episode and and as well we want to answer your questions you know there are no beginners questions or stupid questions if if you are curious about sets or cards or or things like that just just drop us a comment on the pages and more than happy to, to talk about it either on the show you could become famous um <laughs> or we can uh, message you back on the, on the platform so but, so, uh, so yeah. what yeah what will happen there is like you message us a question and they'll will hammer Tony Vella with wrestling trading cards in America <laughs> and get the answer to you somehow. And a quick hello to Tony out there. He's probably thinking, oh, God, what are these guys up to? But yeah, so that's it. How do we get involved with wrestling cards then? Jack, is it anything? Do we need any degree or qualification to do that? What's your tip no, advice? I think for, for me, so I, I, I came into cards probably about maybe five or six years ago. So I'm quite new, I think, in, in the grand scheme of things. But I started originally just buying full sets that were complete uh, off the bat from, from eBay. Yeah, um, when they were cheap, when they were affordable. So, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I was paying sort of 20 or 30 pounds for a full set of, of, you know, lots of different sets. And um, nowadays that's a lot more difficult to do. However, there's still loads of sets that I've not completed, and I don't intend to complete every set, far from it. Um, there are certain wrestlers that I like, there are certain eras, certain years that I like, and that's kind of, I kind of go from there, really. Um, yeah. I don't think you you need to, to aim for completing a whole set. Don't no. put that pressure on yourself, because some sets you just won't complete, just won't happen. Um, impossible, impossible. Yeah, well, again... I, I, was, I was looking at some, uh, I think, is it 87, 88 ice cream cards? I was like, in the UK, they, they never really came over here. But I have managed to get some sent over from the States and got Million Dollar Man. I think there's one there of Undertaker from 93 I want. And if I can pick them up, then that's great. I don't think mm. I'll ever own the full set, but having the individuals is very good. And, and that's there is some really and that's a good example of some of the real quirky uh, things that the WWF did that the merchandising and the licensing that they they put out around the sort of late eighties and mid nineties there were some really weird stickers <laughs> and cards that were being released. Um, they had deals with yeah with ice creams. They had deals with Coca Cola. They had deals with sweet packets like the bubblegum yeah. Duncan things. You know, and there were some really weird things, and 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 they're probably completely unknown to people in the UK because they, they didn't they weren't released here, no, um, no. and that's again adds another layer of that possible intimidation to new collectors because they weren't the cards that you went into your 
Woolworths and your corner shops and picked up for, you know, 20 pence a pack. You didn't see those because they were only in the States. Um, but again, it's, it's, don't put the pressure on yourself to collect full no. sets. It, it, you no. will just drive yourself insane. Another thing there, though, with the wrestling community and, and the trading cards is that someone could say, oh, I need such and such a card or three or four from a set and it's, oh, I'll send you them out. Wrestling trading card fans are brilliant. It's like, yeah, no bother. Here you go. Add that one into your collection. <laughs> I really do like that feel. Yeah. No real bitterness, is there? It's just, it's, it's, it's all good fun. It's good. Yeah, and, and that's a really good point as well, is that once you've, if you buy a bundle from eBay and it's got 50 cards in and you only need 40 of them in your set and you then have 10 left over, and let's say those, so those 10 are doubles. So in effect, they're, they're worthless to you. You don't need them anymore. And yeah. you're more than happy to send them. Help a buddy out. That's what it's about, isn't it? To someone who needs those 10 for their set. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's it. So with, with that being said, so Jack, do you have any favourites, any favourite sets, any favourite cards, anything you need? But for me, um... I would say... The 92, 92 Summer Slams, my favourite. I like the 91 Classics, the black, uh, the blue cards, and I'm trying to complete the 95 Action Pact. So over to you, buddy. For me, I think my favourite set's the 94 Action Pact, the gold ones, um, the, the, the quality of them, the, 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 the printing, the pictures, I think they're, they're brilliant. Um, the quality sort of surpasses any of the cards, I think, before them and for quite a few sets afterwards as well. Um, I think it's important as well to, to take on board that for me personally, some of the sets I don't like. Um, I don't like the Blue Border uh, classics. I always think they look really cheap. Um, <laughs> I know people will be turning their nose up hearing me say that, but controversial um, list. If you it's ever down here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> And to, to me, those cards always, they always represent, um, if you're at a car boot and you see someone selling oh cards, God, they're the ones yeah. that are on the floor that are getting trod on. And that, car, car boot. They shouldn't be, but... Flea market to our American <laughs> friends, so it's like... Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're always I, I the ones that fall from. out the packs that just get trodden, trodden on and no one really cares for them. And I think there's, uh, there's some cards that are nice in that set, but there's an awful lot of junk. Yeah, I, uh, that's fair. But I think it's just a nostalgic point. That's when wrestling was amazing for me. And it's I think it was my first set. I, well, I didn't complete, but first set I picked up, I think it was back 30 mm. pence a pack back then. So, which was, yeah, just uh, amazing. Uh, again, a, a good point there is, is it's the nostalgia. They're the sets. I think that was the biggest probably the highest print run i would say that or maybe the 92 merlin stickers after the, the year after yeah. i think they were they had such a high print run they were everywhere you you, yeah. you couldn't you know most of europe had them all of america had yes. them canada i think had some of them as well you could get them in lots of places and yeah. and, and that year that 91 year for, for wrestling was a, a big year 
there was a, you know an awful lot of eyes for on wrestling at that point so it was very popular um it was and, just and set the in most the UK. common to see on ebay as well mm. yeah it's just set in the uk at that time as well 1990 91 then what would it be 92 the SummerSlam series both the black and the yellow well, mm. that whole event for me every wrestling fan knows i love SummerSlam 92 wembley stadium and all that then we mm. didn't really see the 93 set that was a german exclusive really wasn't it well yeah that was a bit of an odd one um yeah there was some some, some, some sort of strange um targeting let's say market targeting by the wf at, uh, from those years onwards it kind of got a little bit odd um yeah, 93 and 94, there was German sets. There was a 94 sticker set for Merlin, which was very good, the, the Undertaker set and then the, the Brett set as well. Um, but I think for us here in the UK, yeah, that SummerSlam set was, was massive. It was huge, huge because that's the one yeah. we saw. It was the one that people loved to watch. And, you know, it was here in the UK. And you, you could collect the cards and you could have pictures, you know, that first yeah. picture of Wembley Stadium for the first card. Um, that for, card, for us, really. absolutely, yeah. yeah. For, you know, for us here in the UK, that was that was a really, uh, really attractive set to 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 collect. Um, it's odd. I don't know how. I, in fact, that's a good point. I don't know if that particular set holds more value over in the states than it does here because know. of it being mm. more of a, you know, an English focused set. I, I don't know. It's yeah. not something I've I've really spoke about. Maybe some of our uh, American cousins can tell us whether or not that set's worth more over over the over the yeah. pond than it is here because yeah, here it's I pretty know, common. I know, that I, like all the wrestling card guys, they bang on about. And if you're not familiar with this, it's the All Stars 1982 set, and you got the Hogan rookie card, Flair, Dusty, yeah, Dusty Rhodes, Andre's in there. We never got that here in the UK. So starting with something like. SummerSlam 92, the 91 cards, even the classic 90s. That's when it really kicked off worldwide wrestling. Before then, mm. it was all British wrestle, wrestling on a Saturday afternoon. So Yeah, that's another good another good point. Um, there was, for, for, for the people that didn't have Sky, let's say, because I didn't have Sky for a long time when I was growing up, my... The way I could watch wrestling was tapes. So Tape wrestling trader. superstars, <laughs> yeah, British Royale. Um, you know, those those tapes, I think there was probably about 10 to 15 really common tapes that were in the UK that, that uh, you would see in blockbusters and your video rental stores all the time. Um, yeah. And that was around 90, 91, 92. So it was around that era that that was the only wrestling you could get. You couldn't keep up with storylines. There wasn't really storylines, but you couldn't keep up with them because mm. you were watching a tape that was six months old. Exactly so for you to then try and collect the, the cards of that year, that's about as best you could do, was get the cards yeah. for that whole year. You, you couldn't get anything newer than that. Yeah, exactly. And, and like you'd, again, you'd watch WWF one week or like a VHS tape of that and you tune into ITV to watch WCW and you see Jake the Snake there, it's like, hold on a minute. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> it's not like the internet now. The internet knows far too much about wrestling. It's like, 
So that that's another thing. I love old school wrestling. So I try and stick with that, try and enjoy it and collecting mm. the cards. I think it just fetches that little bit of magic, doesn't it? Yeah, and again, it's nostalgia. It, it's what you, you, you collect what you love. And if you love that era, you, you know what you want to yeah. collect. And you know, don't feel disheartened if you're not com- completing sets. You know, I've said it a few times now, but yeah. don't beat yourself up if you're not completing sets. You, you don't have to. No one's forcing you to complete sets. You know, it, it, unless you're... Yeah completely fanatical about having the full set then then go for it um and i think something that that i want to touch on as well it's something that's it, it's quite daunting to people new to the hobby um of, of wrestling cards and i that is the, the differential between what we refer to as a modern card and what we refer to as a vintage card now there is Contrary to what some people say, there is a definitive line in the sand as to what is the modern card and what's a vintage card. I'm going to talk a little bit about grading here for a second, but I, I think you know we'll cover grading in much more detail on other shows. But when you go to grade a card, most of the grading sites will have an option that says, is the card, or how, was the card manufactured pre or post 1998? or maybe 99 in some cases. And the reason for that is 98, or let's say the turn of the century, let's just say that. At the turn of the century, that was now 20 years ago, okay? So quite a few quite a few years ago. God, so you're you making could, feel old. And there's a few, a few of the, you know, a few, few collectors now sort of wincing and go. That's 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah. God almighty. Put me out to so grace the turn now, of the guys. century was a... It was about 20 years ago. Yeah. And what the the reason why the graders ask that is because at that time, when those cards were printed and manufactured, there was a certain level of quality with the printing machines, with the cutting machines, with the packaging, with the, with the logistics, and yada, yada, yada. So when they grade it, they already have an idea of what to look for. Now, what that means is that there is a definitive line in the sand of around the turn of the century where we can now say what a vintage card is and what a modern card is. There's another point to hang on to this that I'll just touch on briefly as well. Within the last 10 years or so, modern sets have become impossible to master set. And what a master set means is to complete them in full, you have every single release. You can't do that on modern sets because they have numbered cards. Some of them are one one of one, one one of five cards, all that. Yeah. Chase cards, basically. Exactly. Fans really want to pick up, isn't it? Yeah. So you will struggle to master set. Mm. You'll struggle to master set those. But on the vintage sets, you can get every single one because that's how they were released and that's how they were intended. So there is a line in the sand between modern and vintage, and there is a point in time at the moment, and, and this could be a sliding scale. The, the the year could move to 2000 as time goes on. It could then be 2002, 2005. It could do. We don't know yet. But around the turn of the century seems to be where that line in the sand is. So what does that mean for collectors? Well, as I mentioned, it means it's probably going to be really hard to complete a modern set because of those numbered parallels and whatever. 
But for vintage, not too difficult to do that. Yeah. It's not too hard to get a full 1998 SmackDown set. In fact, it's very easy to get a full, <laughs> probably too easy to get a full 98 could, SmackDown yeah. set. Um, you could wallpaper your house and you that, could do that much of it. Yeah, there are lenticulars or certain foil special hollows. Yeah, yeah you, you, you can get it's those there, as well. So that's a very a very strong point, I think, for collectors to just to, to hang, hang their hat on for the time being. If you're new to the hobby, okay, there is a line in the sun. Yeah. Then you get the modern is uh, WWE Prism. AEW, they've had their set come out. But over in the UK, it seems impossible to pick up. In the States, everyone's like, oh, yeah, look at what we've got. And they're like, oh, yeah, cheers. Thanks for that. They just like got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll come over here. <laughs> God knows when. Mm. Don't know mm. what millennium, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, just a quick one there, then Jack. Graded cards. I know we're going to have an old entire episode on this. Just a reminder the wrestling collectors what graded cards are, because I'm sure they're thinking a Brutus a Barber Beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> so um you can you can elect to have one of your cards or any of your cards uh sent off for grading there are different companies that do it some companies are more reputable than others with reference to the uh, detail or quality of their grading and they will grade your card primarily on four points and that will be the surface the corners the edges and the centering you can elect to have your card uh, void of centering if you want to. On some some graders will allow you to do that, um, but primarily it is corners, edges, surface, and centering. Um, you'll generally get marked out of ten. Ten is pristine or mint, or as we would refer to, and, and zero or one is well, you've probably just sent in a piece of old tissue or something, and it's not done yeah. anything. So. Yeah, it's not quite like my Hulk Hogan PSA 11 rookie card. <laughs> it doesn't exist. So it's like, yeah, a scale of one to 10, isn't it? And obviously quality, everyone wants it mint. I was surprised with that because wrestling figures, even merchandise, you can get away with it. Obviously having a little bit of wear, a little bit of age to it. Wrestling cards are surprised. So many fans want mint wrestling cards. That, that's mm. for the high-end collectors. But for myself, I don't care. As long as I've got a full set, as long as I've got the cards I want, then I'm very happy with that. And very Yeah, happy. different people are going to collect different things, aren't they? Some people want the full set. Some people want their favourite wrestlers. Some people want it in mint condition. There's, there's, there's different elements to all of it. Definitely, definitely. So on that, what we're going to talk about in the future episodes, who's invited and where do we go from here, really, Jack? Leave that one to you. So, yeah, I think there's, and again, we're, we're definitely going to open up the floor here. If there are certain subjects that you guys want us to talk about relating to cards and stickers, please, you know, message us, leave comments and, and let us know and, and get involved. Um, we made a decision, I think, myself and, and you, Kev, quite early on when we was coming up with the idea of doing this podcast that we didn't want to really focus too much on the most valuable cards because for most people that's unobtainable it's unobtainable for us 
um yeah. why would we want to talk about like the you know the lamborghinis and the ferraris that we're never going to own why don't we talk about the you know the, the practical cars that we use every day for, you know that we we want to yeah. you know that we, we think are really cool so for us i think we're going to be doing a little bit of a spread with regards to picking certain wrestlers and showing out favorite cards uh, for, for that particular wrestler across any set um also looking at specific years as well in the sets because in some years they had multiple sets released um 91 for example there's there's two sets of cards and a set of stickers you know yeah. there's you, you could even include the swanson set which was available in canada with that so then yeah. there's all sorts of bizarre stuff out there isn't it so it's yeah some years I had a flood of cards in 93 i think there was one and 95 there was one then back to mm. 99 i think there's a like 199 you know there's loads, <laughs> so. and, I, and that's another good point is we you know looking at the years you you can actually see the the growth and the decline in the quality of the cards made and you can probably track that against the viewership numbers of wrestling product, as well yeah, the wrestling product the, yeah the decline of the, the late nineties, you know, the quality of some of the cards were so poor in relation to the mid and early nineties where the quality was so good. You can absolutely track that. Um, but yeah, looking at specific wrestlers, looking at specific years. Um, and I think as well, we're not just going to want to talk about the stuff that we, we really love and the stuff that we, we really enjoy, but also talk about some of the cards that we really don't like. And, where we think they went wrong and you know there are some real terrible cards for certain wrestlers that i think just need calling out yeah. <laughs> so yeah. someone well, needs to hold their hands up and say what a yeah. bad photo <laughs> yeah the, the one for me there it goes back to like 99 with the smackdown set and it's like really they could have made such a better better effort with that but again some people love it so we've got a lot mm. to talk about haven't we really yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think for, for this this show, as as mentioned, we, we kind of, the first show, wanted to just say, look, you know, here's where we are. This is what we want to talk about. This is how we you know, want to help everyone else get involved. And you're going to have loads of questions. Um, naturally, if you want to get involved in the hobby, shoot them over. Um, I was in the same position you're in probably five, six years ago, where I had very little knowledge of sets and very little sort of experience or exposure to cards and stickers. Um, same, and, really. I mean, well, there's still times, you know, even to this day, I'm still sending you messages, Kev. What set's this from? Where's this come from? Who's yeah. this? What, why are they... I even sent you a question the other day asking about the backs of the classic set because I didn't know the difference between the two. You know, I'm oh, still asking questions. That, that's it's, come out. It's going to happen. But there's there's mm. the classics 90 set and there's the 89 classic set, which is rare, and there's sets of no dates on, and it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> so yeah, there's, yeah. there's always new stuff to be found, which is cool. Again, like me, it's got to be five, maybe six years ago. I had old cars, and I was like, I need to like complete these sets once and for all because I can't throw them out. They're too good. I love them. But then again, mm. I haven't got a complete set. So I was picking up the odd card on eBay, adding it in. And before you know it, it's like, oh, wow. How cool is this to have a complete set? Then we got talking to Owen in Ireland. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Scott Crouch, I've spoken with Scott. He's helped me out quite a lot. Uh, Zane, he does uh, wrestling. Yeah. Is it UK wrestling yeah. cards and stickers? Mm. Facebook, I think that is. So he's always worth talking to. Tagsy, he's always pestering me for stuff. You know, he's rough as toast, that guy, but <laughs> really good guy. <laughs> and he'd be listening and laughing to that. He's good, you know. But then again, like, I'd say the last two, three years over in the States, Zahn Morning, he's a really cool guy. Message him anytime, he'll get back to you. Obviously, Tony Bell is a different league. And you got Uncle Danny Chuckster. Chuckster, he's helped me. Mm. You won't believe it, his collection. He's got thousands and thousands of, you know, tons of wrestling cards. And he's there. Oh, it doesn't matter about that. If you need a hand, I'll help you. Rob England, another nice guy. So we've come out of the doldrums of wrestling cards and we'll go to the next level. That That's my thought. Mm. And you, you're, as with every hobby, as with every slice of nostalgia that holds some value, monetary value, you're going to get traders. You're going to get people that rip and ship, which, you know, they'll buy brand new modern sets, rip them open and, um, set out the, the 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 valuable cards, the chase cards. You're going to get that, and it's the Nature. same with figures. It's the same with with cards. The same with stickers. You know, we've seen in the last couple of years the Pokemon bubble has uh. now exploded, and it's starting to come back down again. Um, prices are starting now to to sort of return back to sort of pre lockdown levels. Um, but wrestling seems to have weathered that storm, and it's it's not it's not sort of falling down. The prices aren't coming down with wrestling carts. They're still going up. Yeah. Now, I think that's really important for us to, to nail down in this first episode is that, you know, we're not doing this. And a lot of people are not doing this to, to make money. No. We're not doing this to buy all of the really expensive cards early on and then flip them, you know, five years down the line. It, it, I have no intention and no plan, and nor have I been doing that. And I don't think any of us have really. No. Um, it just so happens to be that we've been doing this for a few years. We've got the pretty big sets that we've managed to complete, and they now happen to be expensive. But I'm not selling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no not way, selling no any way. of mine. So well, you, you can. <laughs> if it hits a million quid and someone's you know, <laughs> Gary Gar Vaynerchuk, yeah. you know, get in touch, buddy. <laughs> You can have a lot. I'll even personally deliver. <laughs> but no, I, I'm the same. Sometimes I would sit and look through the cards and say, God, what happened to like such and such a wrestler? Oh, I remember Sensational Sherry, and it's like, oh, poor girl's no longer with us. And it's like the classic poses, the images from then as well. And it's like, you know, these were really amazing times to be a wrestling fan. And I'm mm. sorry to say you'll never get that again. Never. No way will you get wrestling as it was, where people thought it was legit real. Then, then the fan base—it's everyone spoke about it, like from your granddad to the kid next door—and it was like such an amazing time. And maybe that's why yeah. we collect. And it's the—it's yeah. that nostalgia. Uh, and unfortunately, there's always going to be a, a a monetary value on that nostalgia. Um, yeah, but very true. going back to what you said earlier, and I think it's absolutely true. It, it, we help each other out. If you've got yeah. cards that you need for a set and you, you're missing them, and I've got doubles of them, we're just going to send yeah. them over. Um, yeah. 
and I think as well, what I think one of the things, you know, just to kind of show really just sort of, you know, how, how much fun we, we want other people to have in, in this, uh, in this hobby for a little sort of thank you for our first episode that we wanted to yeah. put together. Um, we've got a giveaway. Oh. We've got some things that we're going to be giving away and we've got some very good things that we're going to be giving away. Um, Kev, fill them in. Yeah, so you'll see on the screen here, I don't know, but there'll be some guys that's on the podcast, so huge bundle of cards I've got myself. There'll be more to add to the pile. Jack, have you got anything to include? Have I got Ooh, something to include? Um, to yes. <laughs> so I've been putting aside some, some, some really nice stuff and some real rare stuff as well. So I've got the full set of the Panini cards, so you've oh, got the 95, a, 96, is it? Yep, these were the Panini Caps cards. So I've got Sean Diesel and Scott Hall. You've got some WCW stickers, some WWF stickers from 98. You've got some rival stickers. You've got some Lenticula from the SmackDown set. You've got some newer sets as well. This is a Crystal Roman Reigns card. You might not just be able to see that. That's from 2001. Some classics, Jake the Snake, WCW Empire, uh, Lenticular 98. I mean, th this, yeah. this is a whole wedge, probably in value of about 40 or 50 quid. And then on top of that, on top of that, I am willing to give away my Macho Man Saturday Night PSA 6. So it's not great, but this is for free, people. Remember, PSA graded match. PSA is solid to get graded with at the minute. People yeah. don't remember that. It's, it's like, oh, it's only PSA. Yeah. Send it in from the UK, then you'll know. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, load of cards, loads of stickers. I'll throw in a few sealed packets as well and a load of other junk. I'll tell you what, I've got an old fridge downstairs. I'll send that to <laughs> <laughs> got a broken I've got a cooker. Pen lid, you can have that. Yeah, yeah. Pen lid. <laughs> anything else? Um, <laughs> yeah, so a bundle of to, to get involved, how to win? This is uh, very, very simple. Very, very simple. Anybody that has joined our Facebook page or our Twitter page, or actually, no, we can't see from YouTube, so we can only do it from Facebook and Twitter. So and only fans. Yeah, anyone that's joined the Facebook group or anyone that's joined our uh, our Twitter or um, subscribe to our Twitter, um, you will get an entry. So you can actually have two entries if you follow both Twitter and Facebook, and the details will be all over our pages. Uh, so you just need to find one of the pages, either Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, and you'll find it all from there. We will do a random number draw, which I will do at some point, uh, probably in the next week or so. So if you're not joined on Facebook and you are on Twitter, go jump over and we'll take it from there. Worldwide, free shipping. The whole thing is going to be free for you. All you need to do is either follow our Facebook or follow our Twitter and you can win all of these cards. Even better, you could tell your friends to follow. They can enter as well. And if you don't Absolutely. like your friends, you could take the cards and the stickers off them. <laughs> so it's all about. Yeah. So it's all good. That's pretty much the first episode then, but we need to discuss the next episode. 
Oof. Oh, so yeah, we're still open for suggestions for any ideas that people have. Um, but we have a pretty good idea of what we're going to be talking about. Um, we're going to be putting up for vote a few wrestlers, uh, and whoever wins that vote for the wrestlers on the uh, Facebook uh, or Twitter, we're, we're undecided which one we're going to put it on. Might put it on both. Um, we will then go through and discuss our favourite cards for that wrestler across all sets and also our worst cards for that wrestler as well. So we've got the wrestler choice. Um, we're also, I think, going to pick a year as well. And I think we will pick the year to start with and go yeah. through uh, some sets for that year. I think that's uh, something that we're going to do. Um, I don't think we'll talk about grading on the episode two. We might talk Not about them really in a couple of episodes. Yeah, get them warm. Yeah, up get, first. get people involved. <laughs> yeah, get, yeah, get them hooked first, and then we'll talk yeah. about grading afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Everyone listening on the podcast loves to see my face. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Good face for radio. You got it. Yeah, so we're going to still be active on the old social medias and everything. We'll keep tweeting out, keep Facebooking, yeah, yeah. And it's all going to be good fun, isn't it? Yeah, and I think and as well, it's something that we're going to have a little bit, well, we will talk about next uh, on the next few episodes as well. We're going to look at, around eBay and we're going to see if there's specific sort of bundles or deals that if you're wanting to start off as a collector, what a good deal looks like and what a bad deal looks like. And I think that's very important for people to see, you know, yeah. what's a good starting block value wise to invest and what sets to look at, you know, starting to collect if you do want a full set. Um, I think that's going to be quite important. So we're going to dig a few of those out and talk about those as well. All good fun. All good. On that, we've got a little end intro or outro. <laughs> to our Submit Wrestling Cards podcast. <laughs> a quick shout out to Mike, and he runs the uh, Worldwide Wrestling Trading Cards website. Very nice guy. Check him out. He's got some incredible stock, and hats off to the man for trying his very best in the wrestling trading card world. And on that note, it's a goodbye from me, Kevin Williams, and over to my mate, Buddy Jack, to see you out. That's it. Thank you very much. Um, so until next time, keep an eye on Twitter, keep an eye on Facebook. Um, we will get those uh, votes up for the first wrestler for us to discuss on the next episode. And um, thanks for joining. Until next time, see you then. Goodbye. And that about wraps it up for another edition of the Submit Wrestling Cards podcast with myself, Jack, and my good friend, Kev. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube, and keep an eye out for the next upcoming episodes. And now a quick word from our sponsor, Wrestling Cards Worldwide. Hi, I'm Michael, and I run Wrestling Cards Worldwide, and I'm proud to be associated with the Submit Wrestling Cards podcast. We've got thousands of cards and stickers from all different eras on the website, and if you check out the link on the podcast, they'll give you an exclusive discount code for the website. Thank you very much, and until next time, bye.